Welcome to the 710 Postscript Podcast. 710 is a family of young adults committed to following Jesus, serving one another, and kingdom living for the good of our city. My name is Lish. And my name is Jade. We are your co-hosts. Join us for this first season as we laugh and talk about practical ways to live out what we are learning. Oh, and P.S., don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to another episode of Postscript. My name is Lish, and I'm here with Jade. Hi, everyone. How's it going? Um, this is... Our last <laughs> podcast of the year, actually. I wanted to say the month, but then I was like, wait, the year? <laughs> so fun. Um, so, yeah, we're kind of wrapping up for the rest of the year. Obviously, there's a lot of things going on at the church with just like end of the year meetings and with Christmas and Christmas Eve coming up. Um, there's a ton that our production guys have to do, and we're so thankful for them. Um, but we thought it would be great to just give them a little break um, and take some time off ourselves. So if this is the first time you are joining us for our podcast, we would really encourage you to go back and listen to some of our older episodes. Um, Corey mentioned mentioned this at the last 710, but there's a lot of great stories um, just from different people in our ministry, from people throughout redemption, um, and just different things we've talked about when it comes to the um, the several series that we've um, done so far this year. So um, you can find us on Spotify, you can find us on Apple, um, you can just go to our website, 710.org, um, and find us there under our podcast link. Um, so yeah, we would really encourage you to listen and give us some feedback and just let us know what you liked or if there's other things you'd like to hear us talk about, or even if you have a story that you think would be really impactful to this ministry, um, we'd love to, to talk to you and just hear what um, what's going on in your life, what God's doing. Um, so we have a lot to talk about from the past couple <laughs> weeks in our Follow Us series as we try to wrap this up. So we're going to just jump right in. Don't mind us if we ramble a little bit or... <laughs> We're all over the place because we have we have lots of things. Honestly, yeah. Before we do these podcasts, we always kind of chit chat and plan out, okay, like what are we gonna say? What are we thinking? Things that have happened in our lives recently that we can attribute to what what was discussed. And it always turns into this really long conversation that's all over the place. <laughs> and then we go, okay, how are we gonna talk about this in a podcast format? So today we're just going to go off and uh, I hope you guys can just follow along. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll, It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be great. All right. Well, we're going to kind of maybe go, we're going to start by going backwards a little bit. So um, I would say this, this series, this follow me series, I, I was really excited for it when Corey initially said, Hey, like this is something I want to do. And we kind of talked about it as the team. Um, but I think that this series was really good for me because just like Corey said at this last 710, it exposes the things that we get so comfortable with being followers of Jesus, especially if you followed Jesus for a long time. Um, it, it's just easy to like, to feel like you're so close to him or have so much proximity to whether it's the church or other followers of Jesus um, that you just kind of get used to the things that he said and they stop being they stop really impacting your heart or changing your heart. Um, and it can be easy to just, I don't know, read your Bible and kind of go, okay, yeah, I've heard that before. And you just like, mm. you just like, you're just reading words on a page. And so I think this series was really good um, just to kind of like slow down 
and then go back and go, okay, what does Jesus really say about how to follow him? Um, and I think Brian's messages specifically um, were really good. So Brian talked about um, the Beatitudes and the whole idea that like the kingdom of God is upside down, it's backwards and it's inside out. And um, just that idea that like the way we think life should be or the way it should operate or the way we would even do things um, is not the way God like says things should be or the way things will go. Um, It's that very much like the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Um, Those who are poor here will be rich in the kingdom. Those who are rich here will be needy. Um, And so that was like really good just to kind of think about how am I thinking about my life now? And is it just all about getting everything in this life? Or am I thinking about how am I preparing myself and how am I be, how are we, let's just talk about like our 710, our family, how are we being a community that really shows God, God's kingdom and gives a, a foretaste of God's kingdom now um, of what it's going to be like then when Jesus come, comes back and restores all things. Um, so yeah, it's, it's so interesting just to think about like, I don't know, different people that I've known in my life who have gone through really hard situations. I think about a church that I went to, um, this was like, I mean, it's probably been over 10 years now that I've gone to this church and, um, I remember the pastor and his wife, um, they were just such an amazing couple. Um, I We used to always joke, I used to always kind of joke like, they were like the closest you could find to perfection here on earth. And like, I know, I know, nobody here is perfect and we're all sinners and we're all broken. But like, they just, just the way that they loved each other, they were so kind, they were so gracious, they were always, whatever the Bible talks about of like, seeking someone else's good and like thinking about others better than yourselves, considering them more important, their needs more important. Like they just were always for each other. Um, I, I don't know. Sometimes just like what we think of in this life of like, I don't know, the women are always like nagging their husbands and then their husbands are just kind of like, pa- I don't know, passive, whatever that like westernized idea of like what marriage looks like. Like they were the total opposite of that. Um, and I remember just like from the get go being around them and thinking like, man, whatever they have, like, I want that. Um, and I would say that that was a time in my life where I was kind of like asking the questions of like, was this faith my own? And so really like when, you know, I saw seeing them and just going, wow, like whatever they have, like, I want to follow Jesus the way they're following Jesus. And then shortly after, um, I started going to this church. Um, his wife got breast cancer and they didn't find it um, early enough. And it actually ended up like just going into her spine and all other parts of her body. And it was really awful. And she she battled this cancer for a long time. But even like in that too, I don't know, sometimes, and I know like in my own mind, I look at situations like that and I go, man, if there's like someone who has the quote unquote right to complain or just be like sad or you know whatever like it would be this person but she like she was always at church as much as she could be I mean obviously towards the end she got really sick and she just like wasn't physically able to but 
she was like always at church in the front row. She was always still so kind and so sweet to her husband. She always was like caring about other people. And I just remember watching her in that. And it was like just that realization of like, you cannot do that without Jesus. Like that Mm -hmm. is such a backwards way of living like she could have just been at home and complained and been mopey and just like everyone take care of me and everyone like do everything for me because I'm sick and again we would probably have looked at that and gone yeah like you're sick and like you should be being taken care of but like nope she was always caring about other people she was always asking how the people were doing and she always had this mindset of like she was so thankful for her cancer because of like how God was using it in other people's lives how she was able to talk to her doctors about Jesus her nurses it was just so different and I was Mm -hmm. like it was again it was so winsome of like whatever this woman has like I want to be able to follow Jesus like that yeah, that makes me think of um, in our team meeting, in our 710 team meeting, when we were talking about like feeling far from God and how that usually starts with not being thankful. Mm. So I love when you said like she said she was thankful for the struggle. And I know in James it talks about, you know, count all sufferings as joy. <laughs> and I know we've talked about that before and even in Carlton's story. Um, but a lot of that like distance that happens towards not having upside down living comes with one not being thankful mm. for whatever's going on in your life and then how that kind of uh bleeds into uh certain thoughts of oh okay well I'm not going to I'm not going to treat this person well because they're not treating me well or I'm not going to do this because whatever whatever that is and I know a lot of Christians who are quote unquote Christians but they don't act like you know, Christians or do that upside down living. And um, I, was it during uh, 710 when Corey preached, when it was like, when he said, even the world can recognize when it's weird that you're not acting like a Christian. Mm. So there is, there is a level of, if you call yourself a follower of Jesus, like there, these things that Brian talked about and Corey talked about, about upside down living and doing the opposite of what your initial flinch is like Jesus calls us to do that. And when we do that, it's good. Um, also during uh, our uh, redemption staff meeting, we were talking about just like whatever your initial flinches of other people are doing wrong and everyone else is, you know, not doing great um, to always flip that into self-evaluation And then whenever you think, oh, I'm going to do something great for myself, like it's always flipping into, oh, how can I do something great for other people? It's just like that, that reframing of your mind. And um, that really just comes with practice and prayer (laughs) and really being in your word too. And like reading whatever Jesus says to do, taking that story, maybe taking it one story at a time, because Jesus has so many wonderful stories, um, but taking it one story at a time and being like, okay, like this week I'm going to like, oh gosh, what's, what's a good story example that, um, I keep thinking about the, I keep thinking about like the prodigal son or like, Mm. I keep thinking about what we kind of just talked about or even, um, oh gosh, uh, like the lady who, was at the well with Jesus and she was thirsty and she kept trying to, um, she just had all these husbands and things just weren't working out. And I know that was just a really whole sad situation, but Jesus was like, Hey, you can be satisfied in me. 
I got the water that never runs out. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't say it like this. You can't see my arms, but it's real thugged up over here. <laughs> but just like whatever that story is of you, what you feel like you're going through, Jesus always has an answer to that in one way, shape or form. And like seeing how it's approached and how Jesus solves that and having faith that he's going to do that for you. So in the middle of upside down living, knowing that, Jesus has got your back and he's in there with you doing it. Mm. Did that make sense? Yeah. Well, and I, there's something specifically. So you use the word practice um, when you were just talking about like looking at the different stories or the things Jesus says in his word about how to follow him. And I love that, like you use that word practice because it's not something that you just like do once and then you're like, okay, cool. I got this down. And like, I I just will do it perfectly forever now and never have to like worry about it again. Um, and, and obviously I do think that there are some things that like we all handle better or we do better. Like everyone's got their gifts. We've talked about that in 710 as well. Um, and so there are things that I think just like maybe naturally we um, enjoy doing or we we're better at, but there really is an element of like practicing what Jesus says And, um, you know, when Corey talks about like feelings and an experience and all like just the different things that we get caught up in of like, oh, I, I want to feel a certain way. Or like when I read my Bible, I want it to be this like magical thing. Or when I pray, I want all this, like all these like things to happen. And obviously, yes, we do pray because we want things to happen. We want God to like work and move in a certain way. Um, We do read God's word because we want to be closer to him. We want to love him and like know him and know what he says. Um, But there is very much an element of like of practice and of just like doing the things um, that are going to help us follow Jesus better because we have to. And even if there's not that experience or that that magical moment or or whatever that thing is that we're searching for um there is a faithfulness that like we're we're be that we're working on a faithfulness that we're working on by just continuing to practice and do these things and um the founding pastor of redemption Gilbert, East Valley at the time, Tom Schrader, um, he he has all these like, we call them Schraderisms. And it's so great. Just like all these things that he said that, I mean, he's gone now. He's been dead for a year and hasn't pastored this church for a long time. But just like all these things that he has said that just really stuck out to people and people remember. And one of the things that people say all the time um, still to this day is one of his Schraderisms. What you know trumps what you feel. And just that idea that like there is an element to which we just have to do the things and put into practice the things that God says, even when it doesn't feel great um, or when we don't want to do them. Um, But like just like anything, how do you get better? You have to practice. You have to practice your piano. You have to go to the basketball court and shoot. Like you just have to do the things over and over and over. And so like all those other things that we practice at because we want to be good at them. I think sometimes even personally, we have to stop and ask ourselves, do I want to be good at following Jesus? Mm. And 
I don't know. That can be a hard question sometimes because sometimes it's like, nah, I don't want to today. Yeah. I just want to do my things the way I want to do them. Mm. But then I, I don't know. I think God like lovingly and faithfully always brings you to that moment where you really realize the way I'm doing it is not good. Yep. Always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, wow, I could have saved myself so much heartache. If I just listened to you, Jesus. Yeah. Novel idea. <laughs> yeah. I know. I even just love um, asking for the Holy Spirit in your personal life. And just like not uh, what Tyler Johnson talked about this past Sunday of like not grieving the spirit and um, not, uh, goodness, what was the other one? Quenching, Quenching. the spirit. <clears throat> but letting the spirit move and in the middle of like times when you feel like, Oh, I, I just can't do this. Like, like in those moments praying for the Lord, like Lord, have your Holy spirit teach me, which the word says the Holy spirit does, you know, help me, which the Holy spirit does. He's your advocate in different ways. Um, and so I don't know. That's really good. I love, I loved that experience versus, um, versus, uh, just like, committing to doing something because God is consistent and luckily he is consistent with us because we have no idea what life would be like if God was not consistent and full of grace for us. Um, I was even thinking of, we talked about this about like when we talk about reading and how sometimes we're like, Oh, we're too tired. Like we don't want to read or, Oh, I'm too this. Like, I don't want to pray. And then like, what do most of us do? I'm, I'm in your house right now. <laughs> I'm in your business. You're probably on your phone, on your Instagram scrolling, on your Twitter. Do people still tweet Facebook? Are people still on Facebook? <laughs> I don't know. But like you're on your phone or you're like um, doing something that probably or, or people who I don't know go to the gym and people will go to the gym faithfully, you know. But if you don't put in that time with Jesus, like you're not going to see anything. But it's always better to be tired with Jesus or have those moments with Jesus. Even if you're falling asleep, reading your word, there are nights when I do that sometimes and I go, Oh, I feel so awful that I did that, but I would much rather. And and I've been doing this recently to help my own journey. I would much rather be falling asleep to Jesus's word than falling asleep to feeling inadequate, looking at someone else's life or being like, Oh, worrying about 5,000 different other things that I didn't get to do. But being able to spend time with Jesus, I feel like that's been helping me in my life currently to just have more spiritual strength. And um, and I can feel that in the way that I, I recognize and feel the Holy Spirit moving in me and helping me out on a day-to-day basis. And it's been really good. Yeah. And I think when we, again, going back to just that word like practice, sometimes, and I'll speak very for myself because I'm like, a, I'm an all in or nothing person. If I can't read like five chapters a day, I'm like, eh, what's the, <laughs> what's the point? I'll just start over tomorrow. And then it's like, what day am I going to ever actually get to like five chapters? But like starting off small. So like when you think about like practice, like practice generally starts off small and you like you build as you get better then you continue to like add more things in and I think sometimes there can be this whether you're talking about reading God's word or prayer this like oh I I you know I I fall asleep after I start praying for 10 minutes or I get distracted and I start thinking about other things or 10 minutes well I'm just I'm just like throwing out random things (laughs) but but you're like small goals praying for 10 minutes okay (laughs) (laughs) 
But it's so true. Like, I think sometimes we put a pressure on ourselves of like, I have to be able to do all these things. Or you read about these like great people of the faith who have been walking with Jesus for a long time. And we look at our lives and we're like, I need to be just like that. And then when we fail, which we're going to because we've not had the like the time and the practice, we get down on ourselves or we just give up because we're like, oh, okay, well, this is not doing anything. I'm not feeling any different, whatever that is. But I think too, just like remembering practice takes time, getting better at something takes time. And so like, don't stress your out, stress yourself out thinking, okay, I got to like read a whole book of the Bible every day and like have all these verses memorized and pray for three hours. It's like, no, sometimes if like, I'll just be very honest, like sometimes for me, there are just those days where I'm just like, Lord, I don't feel, I don't know how I'm feeling, but I feel weird and I don't know what to do, and I'm just struggling, and I just need your help, and that's it, and amen. And like, and I think God really loves those prayers because they're honest. And not again, I'm not saying that the other prayers are not honest, and when you're praying for things or praying for people or whatever, but like sometimes when you're just in those moments where you're like, Lord, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to you. I don't know what to ask. I don't know what to ask for, but I just need your help, and I know that. It can be really as simple as that. And God is incredibly faithful mm. and committed to answer those prayers, just like he's answering the prayers of request or petition or or whatever. Um, just like the worship and, and doubt when Corey talked about it yesterday, like you can still worship God and still have doubt. But in those moments, it's like, even though you have that doubt, you're still going to worship. And there's a faith in knowing that like, God, you, you're going to pull through because you always do. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. It's great. It, it is really great. Um, so I, I would say, yeah, if, if there were just some practical things as we kind of wrap up um, this this podcast and just kind of wrap up the podcast for the year um, with this series, um, I, I think, again, I, I would say going back to the like, just taking small steps just setting a timer and you're like, Lord, I'm just going to pray for, I don't know, five minutes. I'm just going to pray for five minutes. I'm going to make it really simple. I'm going to talk to you just like I talk to a friend. I'm just going to tell you how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, what I'm wrestling with, what I'm doubting, what I'm thankful for, mm. um, what I love about you. Um, and just like let that time be sweet with Jesus and then let let the practice of that just like grow and blossom and flourish in something more. Um, Jade, you talked about reading, um, reading God's word. Um, yeah, just like really being intentional of like, Lord, I'm going to just read a passage or maybe I'm just going to read a couple verses. Like I'm just going to like read a couple verses from this chapter and I'm going to really just like sit and soak in those verses and again, letting the practice of that, just like as you do it more and more and fall more and more in love with Jesus, um, let that like take you on to now where you're like, I just can't put it down. Like, I just want to read and I can't put it down. And I just like love to hear what God has to say. Um, but yeah, just like letting it start small. Jade, what other practical things would you say? Yeah, there are two. Uh, again, with just re- with reading not just reading the Bible, but there are amazing books on 
um, Christianity and the Lord and just um, having different ways to approach it. I know that we've talked about some on this podcast, like gentle and lowly, um, the greatest thing in the world, the greatest thing in the world. That is okay. You guys, that is a really small book. I actually am going to read that before the year is over. I'm probably going to start it in December. If anybody wants to join me, you're more than welcome to. But it's actually a sermon and it's so small and so good. So if anybody wants to read that, find me. Um, but even, uh, everyone on the team has books that we just absolutely love or we're looking to read that have been really helpful. Um, even forgotten God by Francis Chan about the Holy spirit. That's really good. Um, but read a book about the Lord and like someone talking through, uh, something that maybe you want to get with or get something that you want to be about <laughs> or practice. Like I know a praying life was so good for me by Paul Miller, um, I absolutely love that book and it took me 5,000 ages to get through it. <laughs> but when I finished it and even reading a chapter, I felt really good. So it wasn't like, oh, I don't I don't want to read because it was terrible. It was just like, OK, I don't know why, but it, it just took me so long. But it was amazing. Read that book. It's great. Um, also, I would say fasting. I don't know if anybody fasts here. And I know fasting doesn't just have to be giving up food necessarily but fasting can be giving up something that you idolize giving it up for a certain amount of time like a week or a month or some way to whatever that time is that you spend on what you idolize and replacing that time with Jesus whatever that is or whatever that looks like eat maybe even and I'm going to be in your house again in your business maybe taking a day off of work I can be a workaholic sometimes and I can understand where work can be an idol and taking time to not be working and trust that God has you in his finances and he's a good provider and just like taking that time to be like, all right, Jesus, we're going to spend time together and I'm going to spend time with like people that you've put in my life or whatever it is that you feel like God's prompting you to do. But fasting and taking away something, it could be one day a week. It could be for a month or something daily, but giving up something to fill that time with prayer and worship and thankfulness and just giving that time to him and that would probably be really transformational for some of you. I can guarantee it. So fasting, reading a book about Christianity and just how to live. Um, and then reading the Bible always a great choice. Um, yeah. And doing yeah. it when you're tired. And I would say the last thing, cause there, there are a million things about practical living and practical ways to do this. And even before Jane and I started this podcast, one of the things we were talking about is like, you just have to do it. Like that is a reality. <laughs> um, God is not going to like come down and force you. He's not going to like make you do these things. He invites you into a relationship with him, but it's an invitation. And there's a reality to an invitation that you can say no. Like, so there is a, there is really a reality of like, you just have to do it and commit. Um, but in saying that, I, I would say the last thing I'm going to just throw out in this like kind of practical ways is like have an accountability partner. And I know that's kind of like an old, like nineties, like uh. thing, like Christian <laughs> thing of like, okay, where's my accountability partner? And we're going to like, I don't know, whatever. But it's real. Like, have somebody that you can say, like, okay, this is a thing I'm struggling with. I, I'm having a hard time praying, or I'm having a hard time being in God's word, or I'm having a hard time what with whatever the thing is. And have that person that can come alongside you and not be annoying, but can just say, like, hey, what'd you read today in God's word? Or let's talk about this thing, or let's pray together, or whatever that thing is. And it doesn't have to be weird, and it doesn't 
I don't know, it doesn't have to get crazy. But I think having somebody that you can say in your life, like, I'm really struggling with this. I'm really struggling to turn the other cheek or I'm struggling to remember that it's okay right now to be poor because, you know, God says in his kingdom, I will be rich. Like whatever that thing is that you're really struggling to believe or you're struggling to practice, have somebody in your life that can just come alongside you and can just, you know, check in with you and just say, hey, how's this going? Or, hey, how can I help you? And vice versa. You can do the same for them because the beauty of this life and of following Jesus is that we don't do it alone. Yes, there is very much an an individual part to it. But there's also a community, this like we've been talking about all year, this family and most families, we would we would I would think we would say good families don't do things alone. You do things together. And so I, I would just say maybe the last practical thing is just find somebody that you can, you know, you can do this with, walk through life with. And I think that really will be so much sweeter. Um and I don't know, just a lot of joy that will be found in that when you're doing it together as a community and you're watching each other um, grow and flourish in in following Jesus. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's all we have for you <laughs> today and again for the end of the year. So we really love you guys and we really love yeah. doing this podcast. And I think I can speak for Jade when we say like, we're just so thankful that you're listening because <laughs> sometimes we talk and we're like, what did we say? <laughs> but um, it's great. We've really enjoyed doing this. So we hope no. that you guys have uh, just a fantastic rest of the year and a wonderful time celebrating Advent and Jesus's birth. And we're excited to celebrate that with you. And we will see you back here on the second Tuesday in January. Yeah. All, All right. right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.